the college football experience week eight preview and picks episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona from boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a thousand dollar risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by PixWise. PixWise is the number one app for free sports betting picks, props, and parlays. Download the free PixWise app now to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Are you the best football better in the U.S.? Odds Crowd challenges you to prove it with their free to play fantasy betting contest. Every week, there's a free $350. NFL contest in a free $250 contest. Just head to oddscrowd.com to sign up. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. Your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Grab that SGPN app for free in the App Store or Google Play Store today. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Yes, yes, yes. Woo! Welcome. Welcome to the College Football Experience Week 8 Preview and Picks episode. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. I might've went one and seven on my locks last week, but I had a winning record overall. You figure it out. All right. Uh, look next guy, this guy, legendary guy, you know, him. former, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating sideline kiss, stealing, wheeling and dealing Patty C in the place to be. Hello. How are you, pal? Life is good, brother. I am looking to rebound myself from a pretty shitty week, but you know what? You get back on the horse and you fight again. There you go. I'm in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Patty C over there in Los Angeles, California. And the third man in the booth, former, former, uh, well, former, uh, what uh, college football pick him guy. <laughs> After last week, um, look, give it up. I don't want to talk about last week. All right, let's just move on to the coming week. Yes, give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock uh, given. Former, former Herndon <laughs> Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. How are you, pal? Like it's still free lock giving. I just not, might not be free lock hitting. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is you and Patty C both took Duke. <laughs> I, I took Virginia. You just gotta oh know when to hold them, know when to fold them, guys. You know, I've been so down on the, on my blue devils all year long. I finally say, you know what? Maybe they'll cover a spread. Granted, I did not think they were gonna win. So that's it. I mean, now I'm totally writing them off. Coach Cut needs to go. We need uh, you know some some fresh air into this program. Something needs to happen. Scott Frost. That would be wonderful. I would be totally on board with that. <laughs> He's got the Duke look for sure. And let's well, oh, let me ask no, you guys I'm this. <laughs> what do you what do you need to have a shorter memory as? A cornerback or a pickmaster? 
You know, we're kind of the same thing. We both make picks, you know, but you got to have the short memory when it goes wrong. Well, look, like I say, when we give out what, like 60 picks a week, you're going to miss some over the course of four or five years. You're going to have some down weeks. Okay. This isn't the 72 dolphins. We're not undefeated. All right. <laughs> uh, is that Larry Zonka talking over there? I can't, I, I don't know what's going on, but uh, yeah, uh, look, we were talking coaches, Scott Frost to Duke. I mean, Nick Rolovich to Duke, because my I mean, boy, if- my boy, friend of the program, Nick one Rolovich is done at wazoo. It's tough there. You know, they're a game out of first. They've won three in a row. Sad day. I know Twitter was shitting on Rolovich all day. I, you know, I, I surprising. I, I respect a man <laughs> sticking to his own morals, even if I don't agree with his morals. Yeah, like, look, I think the last thing we want to do is get into like a political debate here, whatever. All I know is that it's a shame that he's no longer the coach, and it's kind of bullshit. I'm still a Rolovich fan. Uh, you know, I don't know what happened to uh, my body, my choice. But uh, that's all I have to say about it. <laughs> hey, there you go. That's all that needs to be said about it, Patty. See, uh, now I will say this: they, they, they hashtag me too. That's all I got to say. <laughs> uh, that, that, yeah, exactly, exactly there. But uh, so, I mean, the, the college football world. I, I, we had Randy Etzel. He was the first, the first loss of the season it, uh, for reigning national champion. Randy Edsel at UConn. Then it then it slides into this. Uh, well, actually, Orgeron came first. Then uh, Rolovich. Ed Orgeron is out. And have you guys followed up on this story? This is hilarious. Ed Orgeron, you know, recently divorced after the national championship, and uh, he hit on. <laughs> he was hitting on women at the gas station. <laughs> a, a, a pregnant woman who happened to be connected, who happened to be the wife of a uh, someone extremely high up in the state of Louisiana, which LSU is a state institution. <laughs> so it quickly got back to their new athletic director that, uh, that Ed Orgeron was at a gas station hitting on a pregnant woman saying you should come to the gym with me. And she explains that she's pregnant. And then he says, what is and that married. matter? Yeah. And married by the way. Yeah. I'm sorry. Pregnant and married. And how, how do I forget that? And then, and, <laughs> and he says, yeah. And what's the problem there? I mean, Ed Orgeron, my guy, he's, he's saying, hold that tiger. I, it's a hard, it's hard to defend him at this point. It's like, Hey, the, I guess that that's what happened. He's been at LSU. He's been at old miss. He's been at USC. Maybe that's the culture there. Right? I mean, let's face it. He was in LSU anyway. is on a roll. <laughs> what do you mean? He was going to get, get let go anyway. Right? Yeah. So if anything, just to bring the story up, I, I don't know what, I'm not sure what it solves or <laughs> it doesn't matter. Right. Cause he was going to let go anyway. So the dude was married a long time. He was apparently he was living in the desert. Now he finally got a drink of water and he wants to keep on going back to that water fountain, man. <laughs> I mean, look, I don't know what it, what it is with LSU between that story. Well, first off, he also is famous for having chicken on a stick as his favorite meal at from gas stations. So maybe he just hangs out in front of gas stations, but then <laughs> Les Miles, the previous coach, who told the uh, the woman that was bringing in uh, uh, women <laughs> to recruits, essentially to show them the campus, he said, "Stop giving me the Monday morning women, all right? I want those Friday Saturday <laughs> night women, the the blondes with the big tits and the hot asses." I mean, when you really look at that program, it is fucking hilarious over the past decade, and just. I mean, are we shocked at all? I mean, I, I feel like we all, we all had that stereotype about them. It's just the, sh- the you know, it's, it's, it's just b- fulfilling now fulfilling, right? It's fulfilling our expectations of what we pencil in as the head coach of LSU. Well, I mean, I think what it is, it means that the, the next hire is going to be a squeaky clean guy because I, I do think LSU, they usually don't give a shit, right? But I think with this hire, I think they're probably going to try to go after a, a, a pretty clean dude. R- Ryan Real Money Kramer said it best, though. Will Wade kept his job. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get real. They're going after Urban Meyer next. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> dude, that would be awesome. <laughs> Him or Bobby Petrino is the only answer I'll take. Maybe, maybe a Rex Ryan. Just 
chaos. Two phrases apparently on the short list. I was just about to say, Mister Freeze. (laughs) Oh, that would be fun. Uh, Can I get a? uh, Can I get a? Who is the Baylor guy again? Art Uh, Bryles. Yeah. Can I get an Art Bryles in here? You know what? That'd be a good hire. That would be a good hire. But (laughs) but it would be apparently he was cleared. His. I think it's easy to get cleared of these things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like who knows? I still think he's probably very guilty. I have no idea, but uh, anyway, Jake Dickard takes over for Nick Rolovich. Jake Dickard, a good defensive coordinator came over from Craig bowl at Wyoming. Maybe he can make it work with the Cougs. Anyway. Um, shall we talk football guys and not this off off the field drama down there in Baton Rouge and Pullman? Yeah, let's get into the games because we moved this pod up a night so we could all watch this Sun Belt Wednesday night classic cup, which I'm pumped up for. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I mean it's much better. Um, I just want your opinion on this, Nick. I was rattling off about this on Sunday. How is Ohio State number five and Oregon number ten? It's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. I thought we were gonna get into the games. I just wanted your quick take. <laughs> On how that it's makes awful. any it's, sense. It's awful. It's it doesn't. It's college football. <laughs> it's like why even play the games? And and, and I will uh, I will forever uh, you know a long time ago, a few years ago, Patty sees the regular season is the playoff. Well, well, where where is that there, there, Patty C? I love you, buddy. I know you. <laughs> I, know, I know you changed streams. I feel like, but that was you a I couple have, years ago. I have a, a closer look, I took. And so I, I saw the light. So uh, I, uh, I will accept my shame, but I, I am also a person that can grow and, ex- uh, you know, admit, admit when he's wrong. So there we go, man. Let's get Patty C down there at LSU. Um, <laughs> <laughs> got a little coaching experience. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Talk about uh, the shoe fitting. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I said squeaky clean. That's yeah, not Patty yeah, that's, C. Yeah. yeah, come on now. Oh man, what a mess going down there. Okay, uh, let let's just hop into it. Uh, Nick is referring to Wednesday night, Coastal Carolina, number fourteen in the nation. Uh, if you trust these bullshit rankings, coming down to or coming up to Boone, North Carolina, where hell. Not far from Boone a week ago, I was getting married to the most beautiful girl in all of the world. All right. And, she, and it's a magical place. That's why I'm taking App State plus the four and a half points. I think they can win on the money line, too. It's actually up to five now, guys. As I say this right now, just refresh that page. Five points App State is getting. Five. I think mm-hmm. I'm taking App, and I think App's going to win on the money line. Sounds like the uh, general public is disagreeing with you as we speak. Well, look, it, this place is going to be lit. I know App State just got their ass whooped by Lafayette, but that's perfect for this setup. It's perfect for this setup. I saw Cameron Peoples tweeting that I'm not, you know, if fans, if you're not with us with the loss, don't be with us with the wins. I like that. I like what he's doing. Give me App State in Boone. It might be a chilly night. I'm on it. What are you doing, Patty C? Can I tell you you're out of your mind? <laughs> I mean, this uh, App State team just lost by what 28 last week at Louisiana on the road. Yeah. Well, now uh, Coastal Carolina coming off a bye. Who, by the way, have dropped 49 or more points in every game except one. Look. This is going to be a throttling. I can't believe it's only at five. There's a reason that line is moving the way it is. I took App State, and guess what? I'll lock it up. Or uh, sorry, Coastal. Okay. I took Coastal yeah. right and locked it up. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Um, let me. I ask, caught it at three and a half. Let me ask you this, Patty C. What is the best win on Coastal Carolina's schedule? Uh, let's take a look real quick. Uh, maybe. 59 to six against a three and three ULM team. That's pretty impressive they at this point. ULM didn't have their quarterback. Uh, well, they won without him bigger than they uh, had before uh, with him. So um, I don't think that's a big factor losing red Rodriguez. Uh, I, I would argue Kansas. The, the, no, Kansas is horrible. They have played probably <laughs> this is look, and I'm all for the group of five. I think coastal Carolina deserves a shot. However, 
this schedule's awful. I mean, this schedule is about as bad as it gets. This is like, I mean, besides is what is Buffalo is the best win. No, no team has a winning record except Buffalo, right? And I don't even know what Buffalo does. Let me even pull it because Buffalo lost. Buffalo's Buffalo three and four. Three and four. They don't have a win against a team with a winning record. <laughs> it doesn't matter. App State. Who have they beaten? That's any good. East Carolina. Do they have a winning <laughs> record? <laughs> no, they're three and three. Uh, Marshall Tough is sitting there. Marshall's yeah, got a Marshall winning record. Win. Yeah. It's a good win. Tough losses against Miami and yeah. Louisiana. Last second field goal to Miami. Patty sees Miami Hurricane that are back every year. <laughs> uh, look, it's just too few points. Let's just trust what you've seen so far. Coastal Carolina throttles everyone in front of them. It doesn't except Buffalo, but I'm going to, uh, I'm going to trust what I saw. And, and look, they've only played two away games at Buffalo and at Arkansas state. Arkansas state's terrible. Buffalo is actually somewhat decent. They won by three. I'm taking app state. I'm sprinkling some on the money line. Nick, are you with me? All right. So these are two of my favorite adopted teams, you know, which is problematic because they're on the same side, the same division in the Sun Belt. So I spend a lot of time in both places. I'm rocking my Coastal Carolina shirt because huh. I'm sorry, App. I love you, App. Usually I've been a, a fan of App State longer than Coastal, but their season is somewhat limited by their two losses on the schedule already. Coastal season is still flourishing. And really, I mean, it's a tough game. I'm not going to lie. It's a tough road trip. App state is going to be lit, but if you look at coastal and some of it is due to the easy schedule they've, they've faced here, but they do have the second best offense in all of college football. Meanwhile, apps apps defense is kind of shaky, man. 67th overall 90th against the pass. I think Grayson McCall can have success with JV on with the big tight end Isaiah likely I'm going to roll, roll coastal. I understand Colby's concerns, you know, about yeah, they are. They 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 put up over fifty three weeks in a row, but the level of competition has not been there. Meanwhile, App has definitely been more battle tested than the Chanticleers. But look, Coastal won by eleven in Conway last year. Yeah, I think Coastal pick six just, on the final play of the game. I think Coastal's just the better team. I think they have the better coach. I'm going to roll with Coastal here. It's just going to be a fun game. I can't wait to tune in. Uh, I like both schools, but give me the Chanticleers. Well, well, I don't get. I can't the head cold, but they're counting down seven, six, I five. I mean, just filthy, just filthy here. This guy, this guy, you know, App State fan through and through. He's gonna go up there and fade the boys in Boone. I'm sorry, man. Coastal Carolina. <laughs> look, they just. I actually just think they're not. I I need to see more. There, fair no, enough. There That's is not state. one win that sits there and says, "Ow." Oh, not even like a performance. Cause even that, okay. The ULM game would be the one, but like I said, ULM having their backup quarterback, that was his first start. And that was at, granted on the road. Granted, this is the same team from last year. They brought everybody back of note with the exception of like, they, they brought back, I think like 90% of the team, 95%, all but like one starter. And that's why you take app state because last year that, that score is deceiving. They got a pick six on the final play of the game. And that was in Conway. And also chase Bryce is a better passer than Zach Thomas was. Give me app state. As much as our fans want to have a spirited 15 minute debate on (laughs) coastal Carolina versus haps. Probably need to move this thing along. Sunbelt, the whole podcast is going to be breaking down this game, right? Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. The rest of college football is a sham. Let's just go with this. All right. Um, You're right, Patty. Let's, let's move on. I suppose. Yeah. Let's move along to Thursday night, Louisiana, Lafayette, Arkansas state, baby. Keep it in the sun belt. Keep it in the fun belt. Lafayette currently laying 18 points, man in Jonesboro. (laughs) I took Ark state. I don't like it. I don't like it, but I took Arkansas state in 18 or Lafayette's coming off that huge app state win. Think maybe they 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 uh they think they got this one dialed up. Give me a thirty-four to seventeen final. Arkansas State gets that cover. Nick. I'm gonna go Louisiana and I'm close to locking it up. Um Arkansas State is sneakily one of the worst teams in all FBS. They are 0 and five against FBS schools. In four of those games, they've given up fifty plus points. The other one they gave up forty one. 
Uh, they have the worst defense in all of FBS. They're giving up 584 yards per game. Meanwhile, the second worst defense only gives up 502. So they are <laughs> they are 80 yards above the second worst defense as far as <laughs> the worst defense in all of college football. Look, I mean, yeah. Butch Jones is a winner. <laughs> uh, it's going to take some time. Apparently if I'm you, being funny. I'm being funny here. I don't think he's a winner. I think like people that, I mean, that have said that, uh, yeah, he's a good recruiter, but I think he, he still struggles to coach some football. So uh, yeah, I get your point. I just think the back door is going to be open. Give me Arkansas state plus 18. Patty, see, what are you doing? Oh, I got it at 16. So at 18, it does become a little tougher, but uh, uh, Arkansas state losers of five straight Louisiana Lafayette winners of five straight. So uh, momentum is clearly in the Cajuns favor. And um, even on the road, they're going to cover 16 or 18. This was, this was a seven point game last year. Yeah. Well, I had a fucking two inch longer Dick 15 years ago, but then I got fat. So things change, buddy. <laughs> Not sure how that's relevant, but uh, I just had to share that with everyone. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Butch Jones can relate to that. Um, uh, Tulane, the Green Wave, travel to Dallas, Texas, take on SMU. SMU's laying thirteen and a half. I'm on the Green Wave for the final time. This is the last time I'm taking Tulane. All right, it's now or never for you, Willie Fritz. Give me the thirteen and a half points on the road. Nick, what are you doing? Man, I went back and forth on this. Uh, Tulsa coming off the bye, it was a much needed bye because they had just lost games to ECU and Houston by 23 and 18 points respectively. Uh, this game was went to overtime last year. I'm on a, I'm on a, yeah, kind of the same feeling. Like you know, I, I think Tulsa's better than uh, Tulane's a little bit better than their record indicates. So I guess they will keep it close enough to cover, but I don't like this one, Patty. Again, I don't know where you guys are getting this from. Uh, we're talking about a, a one and five team versus a six and O team, and uh, the six and O team is the home team. Um, only fourteen and a half. Give me SMU. Hey, let's not forget SMU needed a hail mary to beat a, a La Tech team with a losing record. Well, they got it, didn't they? <laughs> hey, when when you can play the ricochet off the helmet like they can, then you know you're going to win games. Yeah, I I'm with you, buddy. Go go uh, go, Green Wave though. Uh, Florida Atlantic travels to Charlotte. These are all on Thursday. Little Conference USA matchup. I don't know if you guys saw that Sports Illustrated article today. I think it was Sports Illustrated that was saying the AAC and and uh, they're gonna grab some snatch up some teams from the Conference USA. Both of these teams are on that list. Florida Atlantic, Charlotte, UAB, and who was the other one? I'm drawing a blank on the last one. Anyway. Um, FAU travels. Yeah, think. maybe UTSA. Uh, FAU travels to Charlotte. They're laying seven on the road, guys. I'm all over Charlotte here. Give me Charlotte plus seven. I even think it's potentially a money line play. Nick. Yeah, lock it up, man. Give me the 49ers. Um, yeah, I think FAU is slightly the better team, but not by seven points and not by seven points on the road. Um, there is only 11 teams in all of FBS that have an above or 80% and above ATS record. Charlotte is one of them. They keep on covering their covering machine. They're going to hit that over for me here pretty soon. Uh, you know, FAU won 2117 at home last year against a, a COVID, you know, riddled, uh, uh, ridden team in Charlotte. So um, I like the bounce back here for Charlotte. They cover and you could sprinkle some. There we go. Patty, see what are you doing here? Uh, I don't have an amazing feel for either of these teams. I just think it, it does seem like a few too many points for the uh, for the home team to be giving. So I'll take Charlotte. There we go. All right. Uh, last game We're on getting, the th- I should say on the Thursday night. Last game on the slate. San Jose State, who lined up for a field goal to beat San Diego State Friday night, they missed the field goal. Then it went to overtime, and then it went to another overtime, and then they lost to San Diego State, which basically made made it impossible for me and NC Nick to cash our over on the Spartans. And they traveled to the death star now where UNLV is slowly getting better and better and better. They they're look that Arroyo's at Oh, and 12 as a head coach. All right. He's, he's close to, to Mike Loxie range or range. I'm sorry. However, three games ago, eight point low, or actually you go back four games ago, they lose by 45. 
four games ago or three games ago, they lose by eight to Fresno three games ago at UTSA. They lose by seven last week, Utah state. They lose by four. They're getting better guys. And I'm locking (laughs) up. I am locking up the UNLV running rebels. Shoot that cannon off. All right. Because you need I think they could you win need on the that money clip line. from the lawyer uh, in my cousin Vinny saying, oh, I'm getting better. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. No, uh, getting five points. I think sprinkle some of the money line here. I think San Jose state, we still don't know what's happening with Nick Starkle. So I think UNLV is getting better and better. And they got that slot machine now on the, the like the turnover chain. They got the slot machine. I love it. Um, <laughs> give me UNLV plus five. Patty, see what are you doing here? Oh, come on. You got, you're just, uh, you know, I guess um, I had been a little bit on the fade San Jose state uh, train, but they had a nice showing last week and maybe it's recency bias on my part. I do see what UNLV is doing. It is easy to see that tie turning, but it's not a whole lot of points. They're uh, they're getting here. So four and a half for San Jose state reigning uh, mountain West champs. Give me the Spartans. Nick, as soon as I jump off San Jose state, Patty jumps on. I mean, it, you know, San Jose State is quickly becoming my least favorite team. I repped them all off season. I rode them the first few weeks of the year. Finally, last week, I don't, I don't pick them. And what do they do? They cover. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm on UNLV, man. San Jose State is the fourth most penalized team in the country and the team with the first, the fourth worst turnover margin. Surprising that such a veteran team is so bad at committing penalties and turnovers. I'm on UNLV. I think the turnovers might be the backup quarterback thing, but. That's sure it's part of it. Yeah. Uh well I lost excuse for the penalties, buddy. Uh you know, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I locked the Spartans, guys. So wow. uh take that wow. to the fucking bank. Wow. Right. Just uh well. All right. Well look, those are the we- the Tuesday, Wednesday or Tuesday, Thursday slate. I'm sorry, the Wednesday, Thursday slate. Uh, before I get to Friday, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by WinBet. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, college football, college basketball, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, and more. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Well, sign up today because this is a this is a heck of an offer. A risk-free thousand-dollar sports bet. Yeah, seriously. Download, bet, and win. Download the WinBet app now or visit WinBet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com to start winning today. Friday, we got a slew of games. Friday, Middle Tennessee travels up to stores or New Haven or wherever they put that filthy stadium to take on to take on the defending national champs, the Yukon Huskies. Middle Tennessee currently laying 15. Nick, you're our Yukon guy. What are you doing here? <laughs> I'm your Yukon guy? Yeah. Come on, man. Uh, I'm going to go Middle Tennessee State. You know, screw UConn. They're awful. I think uh, Middle Tennessee has enough offense to cover this. I mean, they beat Marshall a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I just mentioned turnover margin when we're talking about the last game. Well, the best turnover margin in all of college football is Middle Tennessee State. Uh, I think they uh, they put it on UConn here. Look, UConn fresh off a win. They're getting 15 points. They're getting healthier at the quarterback spot. Give me a 31 17 final. They get the cover barely against Middle Tennessee. Patty, see what are you doing here? Uh, talk about a terrible shit fest here. Um, but UConn did take, it took everything they had to beat Yale. So uh, I think Middle <laughs> Tennessee, they're not great, but they do have a, a, a FBS win on their uh, resume so far. So I think that alone gives them the edge to, for me. Actually, you just swayed me. I'm on Middle Tennessee. What am I thinking with UConn? <laughs> uh, Friday night, dude. If I'm UConn's AD, I play every Friday night. Play every <laughs> Friday night. Just ram it down America's throat. You, that you're the that, that you're the best team in 2020. Uh, later on Friday night, Memphis travels to 
Orlando. Is that you? No, let's not go down that route. Um, <laughs> UCF minus a point and a half. Patty sees Memphis Tigers. I think they're one of the, the hardest teams to read in all of college football. Give me UCF minus a point and a half, even though they just gave up like a thousand points to Cincinnati. Nick, what are you doing here? I went Memphis. You know, I mean, UCF is still down their top quarterback and top receiver. Uh, Bowser's back, so at least they have their best running back. But uh, they've been struggling to move the rock and score points lately. And uh, Memphis doesn't have that problem. So I'm, I, I, I lean Memphis here. Patty? Oh, this one is a tough one. Um, I just don't know what to really make of Memphis. Like you said, uh, I'm going to trust that they are the better team here. I'm tempted at the bounce house. I got it at two and a half. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, actually, you know what? I'm going to go UCF. I'm going to, uh, I'm, I'm re- I could go back and forth in this one. So I might switch, but for now, UCF, it's easy to see a tide turn. He uh, went from uh, saying uh, Memphis was going 12 and 0 to, you uh, know what? To just on UCF. that, just on the, just on living up to my fucking words, I'm going Memphis. Cause uh, screw you. Well, see, we gotta go beat Ole Miss next week. We'll take it one game at a time. Congratulations. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Uh, Patty C says. All right. I mean, that's a tough game. I'll be honest. Okay. How about this one? This is a good game here in the Mountain West, Colorado State, who suddenly they found a way to play special teams. Um, they're going to Logan. Utah to take on the Aggies of Utah state laying three and a half. I went back and forth on this. I settled on Utah state. I think I got Utah state plus four. I think Colorado state probably could win this thing still, but I think in Logan at home, this place will be lit Friday night. Give me Utah state Patty C man. uh, Utah state's a little bit of a tough team to uh, understand. They barely beat UNLV, but they, I mean, they beat air force and UNLV by the same amount. So uh, depending on which uh, Utah state shows up, I think just them at home getting, getting points. Um, I'll take Utah state, Nick. Yeah, pretty much the same feeling there. I mean, Logan is not an, an easy place to play. I know uh, our boy stone Labanowitz was on Colorado state. I usually don't like to fade stone, but uh, I want to go with the home team here, man. Utah state. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, last game, Friday night, Pac-12 shit fest, really. Uh, Washington at Arizona. Washington's laying 18, and guys, Arizona made Colorado look like the uh, the 80, <laughs> the, the 87 Broncos, and uh, and uh, yeah, I I think uh, give me Washington minus 18. I don't like it. I actually hate this game. Because Washington doesn't score a lot of points. That offense is kind of shitty. The defense is solid. But once again, Colorado was similar. Colorado blocked the punt for a touchdown, had a pick six. They're, if you look at that score and say, oh, 34 nothing, they lit it up offensively. No, Colorado still didn't, but they won 34 nothing. And uh, so I'm on Washington minus 18. Patty, see what are you doing here? Uh, I got it at 15 and a half, so I have to go Washington. But um, yeah, I don't have a great feel for it either. Nick, well, the the '87 Broncos lost 42 to 10 to the Redskins in the Super Bowl. Okay, so uh, a little shout out to uh, Joe Gibbs and uh, the Redskins. Broncos were up 10 nothing at the end of the first. They were 42 (laughs) unanswered. (laughs) Timmy Smith (laughs) ran all over them. (laughs) Texas Tech Uh, Red Raider. I I thought he's a Texas Tech guy. Uh, So look, uh, yeah, I mean, this is a weird game here. Usually, I would not recommend laying that many points with Washington. Arizona, their top two quarterbacks, Gunnar Cruz and Jordan McLeod, both out for the year. They're struggling big time. I'm going to go Huskies. Yeah. Yeah. I think you got to. And that concludes Friday night's action. We're going to get to Saturday. But before I do, I want to tell you that the college football experience week eight preview and picks episode is brought to you by PropSwap. Yes, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. The MLB playoffs are in full swing, and PropSwap is home for the best World Series futures in all the land. Yes, all season long, PropSwap has been finding the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other betters like yourself. You use the promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love betting, well, you need to be using PropSwap. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time. So your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve thousands of betters across the country are shopping for tickets on props every single day. Get started today by going to props or download the props app 
Prop Swap is where America buys and sells sports bets. I also want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Keeps. Yeah, Keeps offers a simple, stress free way. I mean, to keep the hair on your head. Yes, what a great deal. Convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications are delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't even have to leave your own home. Low cost treatments start at $10 per month and Keeps offers generic versions, just like Patty C's picks. Uh, discreet packaging and proven results. All right, keeps the more five star keeps has more five star ratings than any of its competitors. Prevention is key. Treatment takes four to six months to see results, so act fast. If you're ready to take action, prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash SGP to get your first month for free. That's keeps.com slash SGP for the first free month. Yes, gotta do that. All right, we got to Saturday, guys. Made it there. Didn't talk too much about the Sun Belt. Um, here we are. Uh, uh, there's more games coming. Don't worry. You're goddamn right. There is. Uh, Wake Forest. I don't even understand how they're this far back. I understand the schedule is not amazing, but so is so is a bunch of teams. <laughs> um, Wake Forest is laying three at Army and West Point. Um, Army was doing great until they ran into Ball State. What are you guys doing here? Patty sees the army guy. I'm going to you first. Gosh, uh, I think army is a little suspect. Like you said, I mean, if, if you're, I didn't catch the part where Wisconsin was up two scores. Cause I only caught the end of that game. But if that's the case, then they're not living up to expectations this year, or at least what they were at last year. Meanwhile, um, I think wake is, is, is playing good football and three and a half. Doesn't seem like that too uh, too many points. Three. I got it at three right now. Oh, you got it at yeah. three. Uh, then I would definitely go with that for sure. So I took wake Nick ACC. Nick, are you back? Yeah. You know um, the, yeah, the, the line has come down a little bit. So some, some money's coming in on army. I'm going to go wake forest. I think they're the better team right now. Army is kind of struggling of late. So uh, I'm going to ride the hot team here. Uh, I don't feel great about it. It's kind of a weird game contrast in styles, but uh, yeah, give me wake forest. I, I, I still say wake forest is going to be wake forest eventually. And they're going to drop a couple games, dude. I no, th- no, no offense to them, but they're, they're, they have to, right? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> they, they could win the national championship. If they only had a chance, um, well, hold on, let, hold on. let's, let's, let's look at this demon Deacon schedule real quick here. Okay. So what if they get past army? Are, are you picking wake? I am. I almost locked it up, but I'm not just cause army's proven themselves against the past couple of years against Oklahoma and Michigan. So they could get up for this one. So, you know, they're going to be Duke the week after that. Yeah. Is Wake Forest is Wake Forest a top 10 team if they are uh, 8 0? I'm sure they'll find a way not to do that. But uh, in my eyes, I don't understand how they're not now. <laughs> yeah. I will say the last four games at UNC, home against NC State, at Clemson, at BC, uh, you know, they'd be happy to split that. I mean, yeah. Go 10 and 2? Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, but uh, they could lose all four of those. They could also win all four of those. Yeah, uh, three on the road. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, three out of four games are on the road. So let's say, I say, best case scenario, they go two and two. I mean, you're probably right. You're probably right. But I'm just saying, it wouldn't shock me. Are you Clemson can't move the ball to save their life? Jerkovic, he might even opt out for the rest of the year. Um, they might have those two wins right there. And then you have the North Carolina game, which was a game last year. Then NC state. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I'm with you. Those are four tough opponents, but I mean, come on. I well, mean, what, hey, we'll, you, would it shock we'll, you at all? If wake forest beat Clemson on, on November 20th? No, but it would shock me if they like won all four of those games. I agree. <laughs> Cause I, wake forest isn't that good. I mean, all props to them for having a very successful season so far, six and zero. Oh, Probably going to be eight. No. What, what is <laughs> the difference? Saying, what is the difference between Wake Forest and Ole Miss? Uh, interesting. Uh, I think, uh, I'll tell you probably. the difference. Talent. Yeah, their results against Louisville, where uh, Ole Miss won by like forty, and Wake Forest won by like three. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's one game, but I'm still saying, in general, I mean, look what they did to Virginia. We could go there, and I'm that's sure I could true. find a way to dissect that back. Um, well, going back to this game, true. don't they forget Florida State. Don't forget, Wake Forest has a buy. Coaching matters. 
They have a buy before army. It's always good to have that buy before the, the triple option. Therefore I'm on the demon Deacon. Yeah. I almost locked that up too. Um, might even be a lot come Saturday morning. Stick around folks. I will be back in the studio watching on God's eye. So Saturday morning honeymoon's over, honey. <laughs> uh, this one, this one, uh, easy cash. I think I don't care who Penn state starts a quarterback. They could bring back Wally Richardson for all I care or Mike McQuarrie. Um, well, I guess they don't want McQu- McQuarrie back there, but um, Illinois <laughs> travels to Penn state, Penn state laying 23, 23 and a half shop around. I'm laying the points. I don't think Illinois can score and Penn state's coming off a loss. They got a buy. So they lost to Iowa. Then they got a bye week before the Illini. Illinois can't score. This is going to be, I think Illinois, I would bet that it's going to, they're going to score less than 10 points this game. Give me Penn state 42, Illinois six. And by the way, lock that thing up. Patty C. What are you doing here? Ah, this is a tough one. Look, Illinois, uh, they took a bad loss against Wisconsin. Um, they haven't been playing great lately. I mean, they beat a what Charlotte's what four and two. So that's a respectable win. Only lost to Purdue by four. I think Illinois is a little better than you're giving them credit for. They, they have the worst um, offense in I, the power five. <laughs> even still, I think, uh, I think their defense is going to keep this game closer than 23 and a half. Although I could easily see Penn state covering that maybe even blowing them out, which I guess would be just covering. So you're taking the 23 and a half then, huh? Yeah, I am. All right. Give me those fighting a lion. I Nick, what are you doing here? So in general, this week is not a great slate of games. Uh, it's you know, by now we're all in conference games. Next weekend is, is fire. Uh, so what we have this weekend is a lot of large in conference spreads, which I usually don't like. And I found myself going with the favored in almost all of them, which I don't like that much either. But with all that said, I'm I am on Penn State. Illinois is hard to back here with that bad of an offense, and kind of a, a reoccurring theme here as we go through all these games, these big spreads. I'm kind of on the favorite. Uh, usually, that's the chalky side, so take it with a grain of salt here. But yeah, I'm on Penn State. Not locking it though. There we go. All right. Well, Cincinnati travels to Navy. Cincinnati currently number two in these in this poll here. I can't believe they're actually going to do that to a team. What happened? Paul Brown blow, uh, blow, <laughs> so, so, blow so, the committee. Yeah. RC Slocum or something. I don't know, but uh, uh, here we are. Cincinnati's laying 27 and a half in Annapolis. You guys, I'm going to die hard with Navy. Navy bleeds the clock. Give me Navy plus 27 and a half. I'm waiting for it to get up to 28 though. I'm waiting for it to get to 28. Patty C. What are you doing? I mean, look, Navy has, I guess, kept it relatively close against some decent teams. Houston's got only two losses. I think maybe one loss SMU has uh, only uh, SMU's undefeated and both games. They kept it within eight there. So I think you're right. I think they bleed enough clock and I'm also eternally fading Cincinnati on the cover because I don't want to jinx my boys. So we're going Navy at home. Uh, Nick, based on your last answer, I think, Uh, I think you're going Bearcats, huh? There you go. I just alluded to it. Cincinnati's, Cincinnati's rolling. They know that style points matter here. So I'm gonna. I I faded them last couple of weeks and they burned me. So let me let me jump back on that Bearcat train. There you go. Um, you're gonna lose money. So uh, uh, yeah. All right. Next up, <laughs> fun action. I think one of the one of the more entertaining games of the weekend. Eastern Michigan travels to Bowling Green. <laughs> Eastern Michigan Lake. You're three. the only person that would say that. <laughs> well, this is funny because um I just all of the 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 slate that Bowling Green is it was laughable, but then they beat Minnesota as a 32 point dog or 31 point dog. Eastern Michigan on the verge of I mean they're four and three, but it's a big deal anytime they go six and six or better. Um it's a big game in the Mac for, for reputation. And, and look, they, Ohio state, they have them five spots ahead of Oregon, even though Oregon never trailed, never trailed in that game, <laughs> just complete, completely dominated Ohio state in Columbus and Ohio state's best win is to Minnesota who lost at home as 31 point favorites against Bowling green, who has three wins over the past 
third, like what, 28 months. I was wondering how you're going to, how are you going to tie that back into this game? <laughs> you see what I did there, right? You see what I did? I, I, I got you. I read you. I'm on Eastern Michigan. You I'm going bowling green. <laughs> Eastern Michigan plays a lot of close games. So I'm just like of the opinion that bowling green will be able to hang around. Give me a, a 30, 28 final Eastern Michigan wins. All right. Let me ask you this. Can you tell me anything? I, I really don't know much about Eastern Michigan. I, I'll be honest. I haven't watched probably a second of them playing this year. Well, uh, Charlie, from Charlie Batch is a quarterback. Good, s- solid quarterback play with Charlie Batch. <laughs> yeah. Patty C. I'll put it like this. They laid 59 on your Texas state Bobcats. All right. Oh, uh, look, Ypsilanti. I think I got it. Finally uh, is a rocking place. That said, uh, this one is in Bowling Green, Ohio. So, actually, let's be honest. I'm going. (laughs) It's not. I'm going Eastern Michigan. I should have known better than to ever bet on Scott Leffler, and I paid the price (laughs) dearly when I took them against Akron. Never again. You know what? You sold me. You sold me. I'm on Eastern Michigan. What am I doing? Trying to fade Creighton? They're going to win by four. (laughs) Yeah, uh, seriously, it's going to be close, man. You know, I was considering locking up Eastern Michigan. It was three and a half. I saw it drop to three. I'm like. Who's betting on Bowling Green here? Well, <laughs> so, dude, Eastern gonna... Michigan, they win close, they lose True. close. I right. mean, uh, that's been the story for the past five years. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't bet this personally. I'm not going to bet it personally, but I think Eastern Michigan is a better team, right? So you got to take them. Yeah, but that's why it's more entertaining than like 80% of these games. Um, that, is, that is not an accurate statement. Is because we have no idea what's going to happen in that game. <laughs> uh, nobody it cares. Doesn't matter whatever happens. Yeah, I, it does matter because if they're bowling in Eastern Michigan, that's an achievement. All right, uh, UMass travels to Florida State. One of these exciting rivalry games. Um, Walt Bell coming back to uh, Tallahassee. <laughs> Florida State's laying thirty-five and a half. That's too many points for Florida State. <laughs> Give me UMass plus thirty-five and a half. UMass had a bye week after they they whooped up on UConn. And look, if you look at this, UConn's or UMass has kind of been a covering machine this year. Uh, they covered uh, against Boston College, covered against Eastern Michigan, didn't cover against Coastal, but then covered against uh, well, one against UConn, and I think. I want to say they covered against Toledo. Maybe I can't remember, but uh, 35 and a half, I guess I'll go UMass. What are we doing here? Guys, Patty, see you're the Florida state guy. They're back, right? Uh, well, I went Florida state, but let me ask you this. Does a UMass money line win uh guarantee or does it, does a uh, fucking Mike get left in the locker room? Yeah. Uh, certainly, certainly there'll be people reading in the stands regardless, but 35 and a half. I'm so curious to see, to see what Nick's doing here. Nick, what are you doing? <laughs> I went with uh, UMass Florida state doesn't blow out anybody that much. Right. You know, earlier I said, you know, I'm, I'm taking all the large spreads. I said that that's in conference games. This is not a conference game. Uh, yeah. I went UMass. I, don't, I mean, that's a lot of points for Florida state, right? Yeah. I just that feel is. like 35 and a half. That's what more than five touchdowns, forty-two to seven final score. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, K State travels to Texas Tech, and truly, well, I, would, I think I, if memory serves me correct, this was the first ever game in the Big Twelve in nineteen ninety-six. Um, K State's catching a, a point on the road. I'm gonna ride the Wildcats, but I don't like it too much. Give me K State though, Nick. Agreed. I thought I think they're the better team. Um, tricky road trip, sure, but I think Kansas State can bounce back from. Uh, I think they have, you know, they lost to Oklahoma a couple of weeks ago. I think I just think Kansas State's the better team, especially with Skyler Thompson healthy. So yeah, give me them. Uh, Patty C, what are you doing here? Uh, yeah, I think so too. Um, K State on a three-game losing streak, but it's to the. Uh, cream of the big 12 crop, Oklahoma state, Oklahoma and Iowa state in three straight games. So at Texas tech, I think they're getting slept on. Apparently Skylar Thompson's back. I didn't realize that, but he's been back for three weeks. So uh, (laughs) I got to go with the wildcats. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Back to action because I want to get excited about college football. Northern Illinois travels to central Michigan guys. Call me crazy. I'm excited to watch this one because 
I got no idea what's going to happen here. I'm going to take central Michigan minus five, but Northern Illinois already went on the road and took care of Toledo. Maybe they do it again against the Chippewas. Sign me up for the unknown Patty C. What are we doing here? Not a chance. Uh, central Michigan, I believe is a terrible team. Still Northern Illinois, a good team with a better record getting points and has played in some close games. Uh, four and a half too many. How is central Michigan, a terrible team. I mean, they only lose to uh to Missouri by 10 sec bound, right? They also played LSU <sighs> by the way. Look at their opponents, buddy. I think you're sleeping on the Chippewas. Nick, what are you doing here? Like Northern Illinois won four in a row. They have a little bit of momentum here. You mentioned the, the win over, you know, at Toledo, uh, they beat Eastern Michigan as well. I think they're probably two fairly equal teams here. So I think it's too many points. So give me the dog. All right. Uh, Arkansas Pine Bluff travels to Fayetteville to take on Arkansas. Little rivalry game. I like it. I like it. In state battle. I just don't like the FCS spot at this point. But hey, it is what it is. No line. line? No, I just wanted to talk about it because I wanted to tell you guys that the under six, we I think we locked up Arkansas under six wins. I think it's still alive and well. The remaining schedule, if they're going to beat Pine Bluff, they're going to have five, but we're going to be looking at a push. Circle that game Saturday, November 6th against Mississippi State because if Mississippi State wins that, the following two weeks are at LSU and at Bama. And then they have a short week after those two opponents taking on Mizzou. Now, they probably win against Mississippi State or Mizzou, but that's a push. Yeah. Yeah. I think best case scenario is a push because I think they get at least two more. I, I think it's possible that they could lose to Mizzou because after those two back to backs coming home on a short week. But I mean, they could, they could beat LSU too. I mean, especially is LSU just like giving up at that point? You know, um, they could, they could be, they could win three out of those last four. Well, someone was on LSU money line against Florida. Okay. Well, good job. That <laughs> a lot, a lot has transpired since then. Well, they were firing before that anyway. Um, True. But uh, yeah, I'm just saying uh, that game's useless. Uh, Northwestern at Michigan. Speaking of useless, um, 23 and a half. Pat Fitzgerald coming off a win against Rutgers. Sign me up for the Wildcats plus 23 and a half. I don't know why I'm doing this. Patty C, what are you doing here? Well, I think Northwestern is a team that's built to stop the run. We saw what Rutgers did against Michigan. And uh, I think Michigan's going to run into a, a tough Pat Fitzgerald defense. Uh, then again, Nebraska's a run first team and they hung 56 on Northwestern. So we don't really know what we're getting here, but uh 21 and a half just seems like a half point too many as far as I'm concerned. So give me <laughs> Northwestern. <laughs> uh, so I, I actually took Michigan at 21 and a half. It's gone up a couple points. At twenty, uh, the more it goes up, the less I feel comfortable. Obviously, give me Michigan for now. Like you said, that Nebraska game on the road—that was, you know. So Northwestern's played two road games. They lost to Duke, who sucks, and they <laughs> lost to Nebraska, fifty-six to seven. So maybe another road trip, Michigan rolls. Fair point. You might be right about fair that. Point. You fair might point. You might be right about that. Fair, fair point. Uh, I'm still going to stick to this, but I'm not betting this with real money. Just like I'm not betting this with real money. Oklahoma laying 38 and a half on the road in Lawrence. Rock chalk, baby. 38 and a half. I'm not doing it. I'm out on Kansas, guys. I got my push. I got my money back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Leopold. Does he pull this one off, Nick? No. What do you mean? The- a cover? I mean, Tulane <laughs> kept it within a touchdown. Nah, this is a different Oklahoma squad. This is this is like fifty-five-three material. <laughs> Patty C, what are you doing here? Yeah, the uh, was it Caleb Williams? Gosh, that dude has uh, has serious Heisman potential on a half season here. Uh, they're playing a uh, different style of football right now, and they will destroy. I agree, probably by like forty-nine or fifty points. Spencer, you know, this is actually lockworthy on Oklahoma. Yeah, it really is. It I really, might do that. It really is. Should we all do this? <laughs> Grab your sack. You guys just want to let's do it. Team let's do it. all let's decided the all right, fuck it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Holding on? You're not doing it? Well, I mean, let me do it real time here, buddy. I'm pulling it up. Oh, okay. So I took it at, at 
What's up? <laughs> I took that minus 38. Now it's 38 and a half. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm going to lock it up. Oklahoma. If that, if that half point comes to bite me, I'm going to kill y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. I think this is a lock. Um, Spencer Rattler. Where will he be quarterback next? Patty C. Um, well, I figured Jalen, uh, Jaden Daniels is coming back. Right. So going, but going to his hometown of Phoenix ain't going to happen. I wouldn't think uh, maybe Arizona, but they're too bad. Who knows? I don't know what the uh, Colorado the Buffalo. Are. No, I don't want that guy. Um, let's see. Uh, he'll go yeah. SCC. He'll be at like, he'll Missouri. be at like South Carolina next year. That'd be interesting. <laughs> uh, isn't it great to see like this Graham Mertz, Ocho Cinco or whatever his name is the down at Clemson, <laughs> the big Ocho Cinco, uh, <laughs> the quarterback for ukulele. Right. Uh, <laughs> What's his nickname? Wait, uh, What's his nickname? DJU. Uh, well, no, uh, he what, has what? one. He has another nickname. Oh, I yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. But um. Anyway, isn't it great to see Mertz, him, Rattler all struggling with those nil deals? I mean, <laughs> sound like a hater, Colby. You like sound hater. like a hater. Well, no, it's just me being. I just it, find it's it, kind of funny. It is I just find funny. it humorous. I, Get your money. I'm okay with that, but I still find it funny. I found it hilarious that like as soon as that. NIL thing dropped. Like the first person I saw that had his own logo was Graham Merck. Yeah. This guy, like he had like a design company, like come up with like a GM and his number. I'm like, what the hell work less <laughs> on your logo, more, on, more on your screen pass. You can't even complete a fucking right? screen pass. Um, Syracuse man, they're lining up for that field goal. And I go, Oh, let Syracuse beat Clemson. Didn't happen, but I was on the right side of that one. They travel to Blacksburg. Me and Patty C made the case of this. Does the losing? I think Babers bought himself a year, but there is talk that he's on the hot seat. Does the losing team fire their coach? And first off, okay, go ahead. And who are you taking? Virginia Tech favored by three and a half. Well, uh, I was going to say that Babers' clock management was awful in that game. Yeah, so it's fourth down. He's deciding what they're going to do. He calls timeout, like you know, right at the where the play clock just started, and then elects to kick. Yeah, he he could have burned like thirty seconds, giving Clemson no time, and then kick. Yeah, those spots are bad looks for a, a coach that's on the hot seat. Yeah. So granted, yeah, they covered okay, but they looked know, like they didn't know what they were doing. Bad. At least get up there and try to call a fake hike and get an offsides or you get a first down. Right. You know what I mean? Well, like on third down, you have to know what you're going to do in yeah. your head. You have to say like, all right, if I don't get it, I'm going to do this. I, you can't burn a timeout just, just to give yourself time to think. Yeah. That's what it was. So well, well Patty C burns timeouts just to think all the time. Um, <laughs> but I'm actually on Syracuse because Virginia tech's not very good either. So give me that hook. Patty C. What are you doing here? Uh, well, I would say at this point, I have to believe having watched Virginia tech as closely as I have over the years that I think this is the point in the season where they give up on Fuente and probably the point where he gets fired. Plus Syracuse has lost three straight games by three points. And even the Rutgers loss earlier this season was pretty much close into the fourth quarter. So I think they're idiotic if they fire Babers at this point, cause he's not that far away from being six and one or seven and oh. Um, so I think, uh, I mean, that's, that's, that's ridiculous to say that, but even still uh, three and a half is just enough where I, I'm going to take Syracuse because they have a little more momentum. I'm taking the Hokies. Syracuse can't throw the forward pass. Give me the Hokies as Very they're true. still, they're still alive. Fuente can still save his job if they're playing for an ACC championship. Yeah, maybe that's true. He's he has his back up against the wall. Let's see how he responds. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh more Maction. Kent State at Ohio, guys. Ohio. Boy, was I wrong on them. They're one and six, and they were up twenty to nothing against Buffalo, but lost twenty seven twenty six. But it seems to be like they're moving the ball better. They're catching five and a half at home against Kent State. The golden flashes. This is a tough one to I I I don't know what the hell I'm doing here. I, I want to say I'm going Ohio, but yeah, give me Ohio, I guess. <laughs> Nick, that was my original lean too because I I feel like they are making strides. The last last three games, beat Akron, lose by Central, lose to Central Michigan by three, at Buffalo by one. Maybe that new coach is turning a corner there. It's at home. 
I guess I'm going to go Ohio. I think, I think Kent state's a better team, but they kind of let me down here a little bit too. So I don't know. Give me Ohio. Patty C. What are you doing here? No, no disagree. Disagree five and a half. Come on. Ohio still sucks. Like they may have been keeping it close, but their competition was Akron, central Michigan and Buffalo. I'm not impressed with any of those teams. And then Northwestern, they're losing by 20, 29. I mean, th- look, Ohio is bad. Akron's co- or uh, Kent state's covering this. You know what? I think it might be right. I think it uh, might be right too. Give me I'm Kent state. Let, hey, here we go. <laughs> it's easy to see a tide turn tide fucking definitely turned right there. Um, all right. Last game on this part one episode here, Texas state travels to Georgia state sunbelt fun belt. Georgia State laying ten and a half guys. I'll be honest, this week was hard to handicap all these games. I felt like I was going one by one. I left, you know, you go through the slate and you leave the ones you like, or you you go, you pick the ones you like, and then you you have all these unknowns. I felt like there was a lot of unknowns this week, and this is one of them. I'm gonna take Texas State. I don't like it. Patty C, what are you doing here? Your Bobcat's gonna do it. Ah, uh, ten and a half. It's uh, it's a lot, but I do think Georgia State's good enough to cover that. So I, I'm taking, I'm taking the uh, what are they, the Panthers? Yeah, yeah. Nick, I'm with you. I'm taking Georgia State too. They beat Charlotte by eleven. They should have beat Auburn. They beat ULM just a couple weeks ago by what by thirty four. Uh, and I think they're coming off a bye here. So yeah, give me Georgia State. Hey, you sold me two in a row. It's easy to see a tide turn. Jeez, I'm God. Look at me over here. Uh, all right, this concludes part one of our pick. Stick around for part two because we're gonna pretty much all the great games come up on part two for this week. So stick around on the college football experience.